Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Yeah, so you've seen two games since we last chatted. I wish I could hold Yeah, I've seen two games. Um, first one being last Saturday, which was Exeter v Oldham. Let's start with start with that one. League match, Exeter v Oldham. Uh, so uh, Exeter won. Fuck me, I've forgotten now. <laughs> the score was 2-1. What's the score? Yeah, it was 2-1. 2-1? Yeah, they were hanging on for dear life at the end. Anyway, here's a little vlog thing. Hello. 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 Um, it's 1.45 and it's Saturday and I'm off to watch Exeter v Oldham. The plan was to take my boy, but two hours ago he said, uh, I don't want to come. I was like, oh, right. And uh, he was just playing in the sink. He had the sink filled up with water. He was just playing in the sink. I said, what, are you going to just sit in the sink for the rest of the day? Yes, please. <laughs> uh, so I said, why don't you want to come? He said, because it's too long. So my plan was, as I say, to go with my boy, but he doesn't want to come. So again, I'm travelling off to a football match on my own. And I'd be lying if I didn't say I feel like a... I feel like a dickhead again. <laughs> I'm excited about watching the match. Um, I just don't want to be Billy No Mates, except I am, and I sort of do want to be Billy No Mates. So that was the predicament I was in. Oh, because you do want to be on your own, but you don't. Mm. You, you, would you like to be in like a cubicle so no one else could see you? Do you know what I mean? Like a I, think little... I, I don't want to have to go through that thing of... If I do meet people, are we gelling? And how do I get out of this if we're not gelling? That's is that in all parts of your life? Yeah. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Pain in the ass. Uh, yeah, I am. Um... Would be gelling. We would be gelling. Most people are lovely. In fact, would they be thinking, "Fuck me, have I got to hang around with me?" No, they wouldn't. They wouldn't give it. They'd just be like, "Oh, it's nice to chat someone." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, nice that bloke. And um, sometimes his boy comes. His boys stop coming, isn't they? I thought he brought his lad along. No, no, he's no, he playing in the sink. I sort of get your lad's point sometimes when the game's kind of not exciting. You go, oh, no, it's yeah, he's six years old as well. I mean, what? 
I know, he's, like at, at 90 minutes, well, it's more than 90 minutes because you've got the half-time and getting there and everything. It's a long old time, isn't it? Yeah, it so. is a long old time. And we got the, when I took him, we got there early, like 45 minutes early to an hour. So it was a long old afternoon for him when he yeah. went to watch Mansfield, I think. Because I think I still have a little bit of that in me from a kid, like when I'm I'm there and I go, I sometimes go, God, I hope this is good because sometimes it's, when it's not, it feels long. Yeah. Do you <laughs> so know what was lovely is that my, uh, the, um, uh, I met Scott from uh, Exeter City and he gave me a bag of goodies, extra goodies. So my son's now got a little uh, football top and I exchanged my football top because it didn't fit, extra large didn't fit. I was gutted about it. I exchanged Sorry. it in the shop and the lady confirmed to me in the club shop that the shirts do come up small. Did you write that down to remember? Yeah. yeah. But, you <laughs> knew you'd rem- but you knew you'd remember. Because <laughs> I saw you glancing down at something. I was like, oh, he's written that down. Oh, well, I just wrote some notes from the game and that was what um, What was my, all my thoughts on... Um, I had a couple of thoughts, I can't remember. Um, so... So I sat down, I found my seat and there were three empty seats either side of me. So, so these are notes I wrote down. Three empty seats yeah. either side of me and I, I feel like I'm standing out. <laughs> You're not standing out. No, I know. What were you, what were you, when, what were you wearing generally? Like probably like dark know. jeans, dark jeans jacket, and, and a, yeah. ca- a cap. Yeah, hardly no. flamboyant exhibitionist, are you? The probably floors head... was clean. Was been no slug, no, no slugs. No, I looked at the floors like God. This has really been swept. Who sweeps this floor? Because it was really I, clean. We, we can find that out for you. I'm sure. Um, Veg did you wait? Had run out. Did you have a plastic bag with your shirt in it and the goodies in it with you yeah. all time? Yeah. So that's... So that, I was carrying a wipe. Yeah. God, you're such a cliche. A rock white lo- paper bag. Yeah. How <laughs> loads of goodies in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You couldn't you could blend in more if you tried, to be honest with you. No. You know, this is exactly like a sort of nine for Am- Amazonian woman in the crowd. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no, uh, I, I don't know what this is. I'll just play it quickly. Hi, so uh, walking down the road, don't know if you're interested, probably not. That's a good start to a vlog. As I say, we're playing at Oldham, don't know where they are in the league, I think they're struggling. I spoke to someone earlier this morning, and they said, oh, Oldham are fucking atrocious. So if you're an Oldham fan, deal with it. <laughs> wow. Someone's on the banter bus. <laughs> <laughs> Deal with it. Actually, this is an sorry. Of podcast, and I'm a bang up for it, mate. So I'm not feel like a prat again. Anyway, so, so when, you, when you when you when you're doing these clips, that you, who 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 are you imagining you're talking to? Me or the audience? That would interest. Don't know. You, I think. Okay. But, no. but not you. I don't know who I'm talking to. Fuck <laughs> knows. Don't say that. I won't do it. Maybe you don't want me to do it. I won't do it. No, <laughs> okay. I asked one simple question and you've backed out of it. I'm absolutely in love with the atmosphere of football grounds. That is the thing that keeps me coming back. And the team and, the, you know, the game, the excitement, the atmosphere. Was it how many in the... Oh, okay. Is that the atmosphere? 
It's just a start, it's just building, it's just bubbling. It doesn't quite come across in the I think they're walking out. Maybe. Don't know. Are you clapping? Yeah. It's a good start. You're probably more relaxed at this point now because something's happening. So people are looking, all looking on the field. What's that? And not... You're probably more relaxed at this point now they started. Calm down a bit. Yeah, loved it. Yeah. I was loving it. Um... So that was great. Um, I'll just read out my notes. Centre-backs are massive. Centre-backs are fucking massive. And then I think I mentioned with Lloyd, there's a guy who plays for Oldham at the back, Carl Perigiani. Looks like he should run some nightclubs. Oh, yes, yeah. Fuck <laughs> me, his thigh muscles. But our centre-backs, round of applause for our centre-backs for getting so big. <laughs> Growing so big. Pierre Sweeney, George Kay, Alex Hartridge... Fantastic three, threesome. Three, three centre backs. Yeah, well, I think we played three five. Th I don't think we did last night, but three five, um, three five one one. Something like that. I don't know. But they're lovely little team at the, the back. Then. They work together. It's a solid unit. Our our defence, and then the goalie. Don't forget the goalie, Cameron Dawson, <laughs> who's apparently good mates with Joe Root, the England cricket captain. Blimey, he had a lot of. Time to Google before the game. No, someone told me that. I can't remember who told someone me. told you you had an interaction. You someone no, at the ground. So, someone yeah. else who knows their stuff. Oldham dominated the first ten minutes, and I thought they were quite good. Um, our, our forward Nombay, fuck me, quick, and the heart of a racehorse <laughs> doesn't stop running. Does he? Do you think he does the most? Kilometers per game. Honestly, so. he did it. He he does not stop, and you really notice it. Yeah, I, 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 that's another thing. Of when you're actually at the game, you notice other bits and pieces that you don't see on TV. Yes, of course. Yes. Yeah, and He's, I really um, noticed it with him. Fuck, brilliant to have up front. Have you ever seen a video? Has anyone ever filmed a uh, like a video of your Sunday league team or a Sunday league team, and you see the lack of movement? Yeah. That's when you go, what's going on? Because like when you watch a, a decent level of football, that everyone's moving at all times, whereas like Sunday league, only the two people nearest the ball are ever moving because they you know have what? to. Those sort of videos, I can't get past how sh how low they are, the camera is, so you can't see yeah. any, any <laughs> yeah. of the game. Yeah, there's always one bloke in the foreground dominating like 40% of the screen because yeah. he just stood there. I doing remember his we went to, I'm sure we went to watch Burgess Hill and someone had actually got on the roof of their little stand, so at least there was some kind of <laughs> perspective of the game. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. It's that you know why they go up high when you watch someone's yeah. video. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and, it, and it's it's fun for about 30 seconds. Then yeah, it's then it's just tough. Tough as shit, yeah. We've got two um, centre midfielders, Collins and Kite, very tidy. Could be brothers. They could why, be twins. They, well, they, they look alike. For me, they're the twins in the centre midfield. <laughs> they look, they've got the same hair, same height, same sort of, you know, same so build. If, if any Exeter City fans are listening, maybe you could help that take off. The twins. Maybe they, yeah, they could be yeah. known as the twins. I can start a little chant now. 
Twins, twin, uh, twins in the middle, twins <laughs> in the middle, we win when they're in the middle. <laughs> Whatever, it's not going to catch on. <laughs> I was genuinely a bit embarrassed by that. <laughs> well, that's why I was really hoping on. you didn't do a second verse. <laughs> my, my neck went a bit hot. <laughs> that's just the two of us. Uh, <laughs> Um, it was such a good atmosphere on Saturday. It was a fucking good game. Anyway, uh, Keith Curl, Oldham's manager, was just down the dugout. And I was like, I sort of saw him from a mm. difficult angle. I thought, I feel like I know you. And I looked up the moment, fuck me, it's Keith Curl. I bet, can I guess, does he look really similar except he's now grey-haired? He's grey-haired. And he, he, exactly here, he looks same. good for his age. He wears yeah. nice clothes. He's got a good body. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I reckon I was looking at him once every four minutes. <laughs> yeah, I think I would as well. <laughs> I think that would blow my mind a bit. It's Keith Curl. There's um, not an ounce of fat on him. <laughs> you, uh, you did text me to say, Keith Curl, older manager. And uh, so I was New York excited. <laughs> I was. Yeah, I, would. I love things like that. Oh. Sort of, and it's a nice surprise you haven't realised, have you? Yeah. You, you didn't have a clue. No. Yeah, so he looked good. He just looked... He looks after himself. I was like, I want to look like Keith Curl when I'm his age. You are his age. How old are you? Oh, right. Okay. I said, how old Keith Curl is. George K, our centre-back, likes to smile. Likes enjoys to smile. Enjoys playing the game. He enjoys it. Yeah, it? there's a couple of moments where he's having a little laugh at the back. I thought, I like that. He's got the Dwight York about him. <laughs> um... Keith Curl is 58. Sorry, I did you disservice. Okay, well, he looks about Fucking years hell, old. he does look good. Oh, he looks fantastic. Wow, fantastic. He's, got, he's got amazing teeth. Should get him on the pod. How do you... Fucking what's hell, your look regime? Look at his teeth. Yeah, he looks fantastic for his age. Shit. Um, was something interesting. When I watched the San Marino game, something stuck with me where um, Dixon was talking about playing like San Marino, and he talked about um, how... It's sort of it's different when you play San Marino because they're not like of a standard. And he said, and he talked about the level of sort of stress in a game. And I've never thought of where they, they can't switch off for a second. And it really stuck with me, like the pressure mm. to the concentration and that you know those mistakes which yeah. get made. I was like, fucking hell, yeah, it must be really stressful for ninety minutes. Just kind of on. High alert. Do you know, it's time. weird you said that because I, I absolutely had that last night. I was watching Alex, our centre back, for about three minutes, so just focusing on him. And you know, every three seconds, you're back, you're like, ah, push up, yeah. boy. you go in, yeah. oh, pull back a bit. Hey, nice one, mate, clapping. Yeah, yeah. It's like, fuck me, his brain's going like the clappers. Yeah, not, yeah like the clappers, just to, just on that whole, whole thing, like kind of every pass, you go, right, I need to make sure I'm in the right position here. Oh. So, so the, kind of looking around all the time, see where the forwards are. And I, I was it's like, weird you say that. I really noticed that last night. And, and funny enough, I was looking at Maguire when Maguire was on the ball when um, when Dixon said it. And I was like, yes, yeah, centre-back especially. Because, mm. fuck me, you cock up. Mm. Oh, my God. And then, obviously, the keeper as well. But I just say that centre-back, because I think the keeper obviously has to stay alert, but... The centre-back just going, oh, my God. Yeah, you're just point. reading the game from the back, just yeah. telling people what to do. And 
Yeah. Oh, just, I just never thought of it like that. I was like, suddenly it was like, God, professional football sounds really stressful. Yeah. So I, I'd always thought of it as just like how we play football where no consequence, really. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just going, oh, you know, if you fuck up, you just go, oh, fucking hell. Yeah. Whereas they're like, oh, no, that's going yeah, to be they've got the eyes of the world. About. It's going to be in the paper. Like, I remember like, hearing about Lee Chapman when he had went through a bad period with Leeds. I think it was yeah. Lee Chapman. He was desperate for the ball not to come anywhere near him. Oh, my God. Because, you know, he's t- he was so nervous. Yeah, he's so nervous. Oh. His touch was going to be bad. And... Oh, I'll oh, tell you what we had last night. I oh, will talk about it in the game, last night's game. Um, but, um, yeah, it was, it was such a good game. And um, that's it. Well, I, th- I think we were 2-0 up. And Oldham scored with a, in the, like, the 85th minute. This guy called Jamie Bowden hit an absolute screamer. He's on loan from Spurs. Ooh, He's like 21. Jamie Bowden, he's a good player. Jamie Bowden, one to look out for. Yeah. So we hung on at there and... Um, oh God, I can't remember the bloody... It feels like ages ago now because of the game last night. But it was a brilliant atmosphere. Wonderful atmosphere. Oh, and you had a nice time. What time did you get home? On Saturday? Yeah. Six. Perfect. Yeah. I don't think my wife asked anything about the game. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone for a real phase at home of telling Petra like um, football scores. Yeah. I go, oh babe, just, just to let you know, and then she'll go, what? And then I'll yeah. tell her the problem, and it, yeah. it irritates her. Oh, um, I'll tell you what I did on the way home Saturday. Go on. I'm listening to Radio Devon on the way home, oh. sports reaction, and I've never been happier. Well, I've been happy, but I'm basically really enjoying it. So, it was, I fucking loved it. Oh, 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 big, oh we've got a special guest. We've got a special guest, day to day. John, John Beer, what a name. John. Hello, John. Hello, John Beer. How's it going? Good. Yeah, hello, Thank mate. you for coming on the podcast. No worries, it's a pleasure. Um, yeah. Yeah, so we, I, I would listen to a couple of our episodes and I was like, oh, God, uh, we sound like a couple of thickos. We need someone with a, who know, yeah, understands yeah. Lower League and Exeter City. <laughs> and you <laughs> step forward, mate. so I'm really hoping you don't let us down. <laughs> um, no pressure. How, how, um, how, do, uh, how, did we get in, how did you get in contact with um, Dave, David and John? How did you get in contact with each other? I don't know why they made that such a difficult <laughs> Yeah, so uh, my uncle Stu... He's a massive fan of your guys' work, so he was listening to the podcast where you were talking about uh, looking for a stato, and uh, obviously knowing me being my uncle, he said, um, you should you should do it, and I was like, he was texting me saying, oh, I might tweet them and all of this, and I was like, yeah, if you want to go for it, I'm, I'm more than happy to go on, but uh, oh, did it, I, 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 I listened to the first episode with my, uh, with my dad on the way back from, uh, he picked me up from uni, and we, I was coming home, we listened to the first episode, and we thought, this is... Uh, this is brilliant, but oh, I shit. really thought you were going to say shit. <laughs> this is a I thought you were going to say need, needed sorting out. No, no. I mean, we we did. Um, there's there's something you do need to know. My dad is an absolutely diehard Exeter City fan, has been all his life, and he was telling me, oh, it'd be brilliant if someone could go on and tell them this, and yeah. you know, let them know. Because I think in the first episode you mentioned something about Alex Hartridge playing yeah. for True originally, yeah, and how he was actually on on loan there from our academy. 
Right. So he was always our player, but on loan there originally. Ah. So it's just, you know, little details like that. But exactly. you don't know. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that'd be really... Really... Do you know what would be really good? I just thought there is. If, do, do, will you continue listening, do you think? Because I just thought what you could do, if, if you're not about for some some bits, we can you can go back and pick pick up on all the mistakes, and then we can kind of go. I'll I'll worry about it less knowing John B is going to pick up the slack. Got me to make a tally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just you got enough time on you. I don't I don't I don't want it to affect your college work. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you could focus on that rather than your future, that would be great. Yeah, no worries. I'm are you at, you're at university, now. did you say? Yeah, I'm at university, so I'm studying sports business and broadcasting at the yes. university. Uh, it's called UCFB, but it's based at the Etihad, where Manchester City play. Wow. So wow. my lectures are... You're perfect for this. Are there. <laughs> wow. Shit. So when, well, when, when was your first game? When did your dad take you to your first game? So my first, uh, I think I'm going to make you feel a, a bit older, guys, so uh, sorry about this. But in 2003, at two years old, wow. I got taken to my first ever game. I don't remember it personally. That's just uh, the first game my dad told me he took me to. Uh, my story of being an Exeter City fan is slightly different because I was actually born in Spain and lived there for seven years. So we were coming over intermittently. Uh, my dad was coming over to see his mother and things like that. So I was going to games in between. And then in 2009... At seven, we moved over, and that's when I got my first half-season ticket, like yourself, yeah. uh, David. And yeah. ever since then, I've had a season ticket. I've been going every year until, yeah. obviously, this year where I've moved up to uh, to Manchester. But I was involved at the club between 2019 and 2021 as a, a trustee, and that's something you might talk about later yeah. on about the trust and that uh, the ownership model. But, yeah, yeah just, I just fell, I sort of fell in love. It's just the club is... Uh, you know, every everything to me. I like my dad, he, he always he always used to say this to me. He works from Monday to Friday so he can enjoy his Saturday and his oh, Sunday. Wow. And oh, and that's God. the way that's the way he lives. Yeah. This podcast is immediately better now. <laughs> it is, isn't it? It's now got a heart and a soul. <laughs> yeah. Rather than just flapping about for twenty five minutes. Um, did you have a Spanish do you have a Spanish team? Yes, yeah, so I was born in the north of Spain in a place called Bilbao. So oh, Athletic Bilbao yeah. is uh, is my Spanish team. My mum actually texted me saying, "If you if they if it does uh, if the opportunity arises to bring it up, please do because uh, that's that's her club." So I used right. to have a Bilbao top. My dad went to Bilbao once and gave really. Top so yeah, so me and my brother was keeping on out. So, uh, what, what good? What great players have played for Bilbao? Um, really, uh, they, well, they I, used I to have a rule, didn't not, they? They used There's to have a rule where they'd only have players from from the area. Yeah, so they, until, they have a rule. They were getting spanked by everyone. Right. They have a rule which is they can only sign uh, what they call Basque born players. It, so it's yeah. from the province of the Basque country. So they don't do it now, it, do they? It, uh, yeah, they still do it now. Yeah, oh, they, can they? Only, Shit. they can only sign players from, from the Basque country. So technically, I would be eligible to play and not definitely not good enough. But I, I would uh, are you decent? You could be you, uh, decent footballer. No, I don't know. My my football career ended, uh, oh, I think, at the age of eighteen, unfortunately. Heartbreaking. Yeah. David still <laughs> reckons he could have made it. Well, anyway. I'd like to get Matt Taylor on here and just ask if he, why wouldn't he consider me for a game? <laughs> I'm sure we can How arrange long? that. Fucking hell! What a list. 
<laughs> Why wouldn't you consider well, me? Well, at least take the gamble. I might be crap, but it's one game. You lose three Where points. Where would you play, David? Centre-back with Alex Hartridge would be a fantastic little duo. Yeah, because you need one, one, one with a bit of pace and one without any. With a bit of belly. On <laughs> <laughs> his puffed out all the time. Were you, were you there last night? I was not there last night, oh. but I was at the Oldham game on, on Saturday. Good game, wasn't it? Oh, my God, yeah, the atmosphere was... It was amazing at the end. That's what David was saying. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, my uh, my auntie and my, an uncle were in the hospitality, and I went to see them, and they had this little thing in there where you predict the attendance, and they one of them had predicted 5,100. I was like, it's not going to be 5,100, definitely not. And it, yeah. it ended up being, uh, which is quite quite good in the atmosphere. Like you said, it was brilliant. I could, it's amazing. Believe it. Where, where do you, um, would you consider um, sitting with David for a game? <laughs> John? Yeah, I'd sit with David for a game, 100%. <laughs> um, reason being, David, you know, you can bail out with this with a text later, but um, David's gone for two games on his Todd and uh, is getting him down. He's grinding him down a bit. But grinding it, me down. It is, is it affecting your uh, your reputation? No. Uh, I don't, I don't, I, so I sat down last night and a little old lady sat next to me. And uh, I think my coat was too big. <laughs> so it kept sort of... I felt like I was annoying her. <laughs> oh, yeah. When I go with Dad and my brother, I I, might, I find it really disconcerting that my legs are touching my brother and my dad's legs for the whole game. And I can't think of very much else. And I'm like, why? And I'm always like, why are you comfortable with this? And why am I not? They're just going, fuck, he's got a bit of pace. And I'm just going... In your leg is right <laughs> up against mine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So last night was the FA Cup first round replay against yep. um, God, Bradford City. And got I got a little bit feisty, didn't it? I, it got really feisty. Did it? Yeah. Uh, they, they had this guy, they bought this guy called Angle. Yeah, Lee Angle. Fucking pain in the arse he is. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I, he was so read... annoying. I read a stat which said that there was like something silly, like forty-three fouls in the game combined. I've never seen numbers like that ever. Really? Okay, uh, he was—he I... was a right. To be fair, he made the game more into it was a scrappy game, but he spiced it up. Can but I, he got I, sent I, off. I've got a question. Where, where this is this is for me now because I'm. Where did you read that stat about? Um, this is I'm finding interesting. Where where did you get your stats from? Like the forty-three? Because I just, oh, I just for uh, me. I'll, I'll just Google the game, and then the first uh, link that comes up will be like, I don't know, often like a Sky Sports one or something like that, and I, 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 I trust Sky Sports. Okay, so you hunt out the stats and stuff. Yeah, what, I love what, what do you want to know after a game, especially if you haven't been there, John? If you haven't been to the game, what do you want to know? What's your So where and when? Do you want to know it the night of? You know, obviously yeah, you follow so, the result and follow the game, but after that, do you want to know that stat? Do you want to know the amount of fouls immediately afterwards or is that a morning thing? The only reason I looked at the fouls was because I, I'd heard uh, that the game was a feisty oh, one in particular. But um, I loved it. I think the one, the, the one stat that always stands out for me is possession. I think you can yeah. tell a lot about a game based on how much possession each team has. That's the one I always look out for. It's always also the one other than goals that stands out the most, right? Because it's got the percentages. But... Right. Um, what else are you interested in? Amount of corners, stuff like that? Or... Corners, yeah. I, I I, think I was listening to your podcast where you said something about the stat of corners and I haven't been able to get that out of my head. I haven't. I had that last corners. night. My... We got a corner, I was like, so? 
I know. Yeah. I'm so sorry. It ruins it for everyone. My friend Simon told me I, I went to a Brighton game and he's and everyone was excited and he, you know, because they're there the corner. And then uh, he said, you know, you only score on average one every 49. Yeah. I was exactly the same, just like that. Yeah, we got because everyone was cheering when we got the corner. I felt like going, uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> I know it's, it's, um, it's. I should shut up about it because it's ruining a uh, part of the game for because that you know that's like that feels like a quarter goal, doesn't it? You know, you go yeah. in with a chance here. John, who, the um, uh, Bradford manager, is he? Is he got a past? Is it Derek Adams? Yeah. So he Derek seemed, Adams like, was... he got a lot of people shouting at him last night. Yeah, so I think it all started obviously when he was manager of uh, of Plymouth, obviously oh. a big, big rival. So he was manager down there, and obviously ever if you play for Plymouth, unless you come and you know cleanse your soul at Exeter City, come and play for Exeter City, you're just you're going, you're going to get you're going to get dogs abused. Someone, uh, sorry, yeah. someone told me last night that Plymouth call Exeter dirty northern bastards. Yeah, yeah, it's ironic, isn't it? <laughs> right. Okay. But yeah, so and then also at the start of the season, he when we we, we played him in the first game of the season, and he made a comment about how <clears throat> he would he what how, I don't remember how he worded it, but something along the lines of Bradford fans wouldn't be happy with just bringing through academy players to sell them on, and they would expect success, which is again ironic given the uh, position in the table and who scored both goals last night or two of the goals last yeah. night. So yeah, yeah, I think it all come. I think it's just. I don't think he's the most intelligent bloke in the world when it comes to things he says on camera, and it just comes to... Well, he turned around to our stand last night, and he was sort of giving it some. I loved yeah. it. It was so funny. The thing is, like, the, the last person in the whole stadium I'd want to pick a fight on is probably Matt Taylor. He seems like some unit, doesn't he? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He what got yellow carded. In fact, they both got yellow carded last night. Oh, did the they? Oh, it's brilliant. And I thought get, we, we had a guy for? run on. An extra yeah, City fan I ran on to the centre circle and just did a slide. <laughs> it's, it's heartbreaking when they don't put that on telly now. Really gutted. Yeah, yeah they the cut to the uh, to the, the, the fans, don't they? Now it's really annoying. You see everyone laughing your head off. Yeah, and, and then you're like, oh come on, encourage that. It's great fun. So Matt J. So they brought on Caprice Key and Matt J. And I think they sort of changed the game. Yeah, and they brought on Giovanni Brown as well. Giovanni Brown. Yeah, he played. The game. <clears> and. Um, Matt Jay got two more goals. Has he always been this prolific? Uh, no, it's interesting. I was actually reading a, uh, I was reading a Twitter thread before I came on, which was about uh, our previous manager not playing him so much and how he was. He was very. He's been, he's been with us ever since probably about the age of nine, ten, through the academy, and he's just come all the way up. So he had a. Uh, he was actually given a pro contract really, really early on in his youth career, and he's just sort of stagnated and in the last couple of seasons really come into his own and this wow. season he's better than ever but that's you know it shows a lot of football teams or a lot of clubs would have released a player like that oh he's not going to make it now he's yeah. 20 odd whatever you know he's, he's gone he's not going to make it but how old is he now he always, uh, I think he's about 25 is he like he's really good Joe he just comes, he hit the he scored two he hit the post he just mm. finds little pockets of space doesn't he is he confident is he what is he is he got a bit of swagger well he does at the moment yeah he's absolutely well, yeah. fine yeah, I mean, in in the past, he's always been, he's bulked out a lot, and that you know that sounds again ironic because he's a small, very diminutive figure, but he's sort of put on a bit. When he went on loan to non-league, he sort of put on a bit of muscle and sort of learned to get his body in the way. When he was really young, he was getting clattered out the way. I remember yeah. his debut against Wickham; he got absolutely clattered in the corner flag. Absolutely terrible challenge, but yeah. yeah. 
but he's, he's one of those players that really thrives off exploiting space and getting it put into those pockets. And it's, I mean, his range of passing, his shooting, his dribbling, he's, he's got it all. So if, if Exeter, if they do get promoted, is it, is it the top two go up or three? Three, top three. three. And then one through the playoffs. Right. If they do get promoted, is there a chance that all the team will stay together? Yeah. yeah. I don't see why not. I think off, I think it is, quite, unless you really have one standout player like a Matt Jay that mm. might go on even up another level to the championship, I think it's quite common that you'll see the group stick together because, you know, they don't want to ruin yeah. the good thing. Yeah. Well, at the moment, there, I think, they, so they're obviously good enough. Yeah. You, you'd be able to tell, David, that they're, they all just seem so... I don't know. It's weird. I've never seen a squad like it. They just seem like they are there. At the end of the game, the fans, they're loving it. They're all together. It's, it's brilliant. Well, what's weird is this This is all I know. I've only come in the last yeah. five, six weeks. And... Yeah, I can't believe it. You, you've seen the best run in the club's history. And you've been <laughs> <laughs> no wonder you're so loving weird. it. It's so weird, yeah. Like the, the noise. What is that end of the ground called? The Big Bank. The Big Bank. The, the, noise the standing there, terrace, yeah. so loud. Yeah, Let's get, we should get you in the middle of that one game. I was watching them last night. Fuck the movement, the up. And yeah, that's down. where my uh, that's where my dad is. Yeah, is he in there? Yeah, what, he loves he's it. with them. Yeah, he loves it. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, I mean, the, that you are shit. What is it? You are shit. Ah, whatever. With yeah, them. the goalkeeper it one. Yeah, it was so good last night. It was so loud. <laughs> it was so loud, and the ah went on for about thirty seconds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not turning yeah, into a pirate. That bit where they go ah 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 ah. <laughs> yeah, they do it like that. Ooh. <laughs> <fucking> brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Oh. That's that chant sort of died a little bit, and then it's all of a sudden come back. It was sort of seen as a bit corny and now it's everyone's loving it again yeah it's an absolute classic <laughs> the one that always drives me up the wall at Gillingham is um and it it made you laugh but it always used to boil me up for some reason where where if she don't come I'll tickle her bum with a bunch of celery celery <laughs> That was a Chelsea chant originally, wasn't it? Or some was it? Oh, fucking hell. But what's that aimed at? Why would you sing yeah, that? No idea. <laughs> celery, celery, she don't come or tickle her bum with... And I'd just be like, hellfire. <laughs> Looking around at all these people singing that. Just... There, was a lot, there was, felt like there was a lot, of, lot more shouting in the stand I was in last night because of the, the, uh, yeah, the spiciness of the game. Mm. Felt like the crowd were really getting involved. Well, they, when when the crowds weren't in the games, the um, the amount of um, time of the match came down, didn't it? Because there was less argy bargy. Because obviously the crowd gets yeah rolls up, hits up the players, and then they're all pushing each other. And it was like the games were ending on like ninety one minutes rather than like ninety six, as there was less argy bargy. Right. Yeah, I think the most interesting thing about having no fans was being able to hear everything the players were saying. You know, yeah. how how much they actually do what? communicate on the pitch. Yeah. You can't hear that. Yeah. And it sounded really like normal football. Get, get yeah, well, there was a moment get last in. night where it went <laughs> quiet for sort of three or four minutes and you could sort of pick out... There's a lot going on on the pitch, obviously. There's a lot of swearing. That's the one thing I think. i tell you who likes a good old chat with an official, I don't mind. It's Pierce Sweeney. Yeah. He's I like always... that. Always be very vocal, yeah. I'm up for that. He's always at the line, though. Come on, you fucking did. I saw a little clip of a ref being asked who the most biggest pain in the ass to ref was. <laughs> oh, did uh, you? At the top level. Have a guess who you think it might be. Dennis Wise. It was Craig Bellamy. 
Really? Apparently, he was the most annoying to ref. <laughs> just going on and on and on. And I was right. like, yeah, if you look back, he was always, he was always at the, you know, whatever going on. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, if if Exeter managed to get up to League One, is the jump enormous? And um, can you see them doing well in the next level, or is that? A lot to well, they have, well, they have to buy a few players, Jeff. Yeah, no, I think I think it's all, obviously it's all about adaptability. I think it, it really does depend. I think you can't really tell until you're in it because obviously teams will come down and other teams will go up. But yeah, I mean, you look at you know Plymouth, our rivals down the road. They had one season of stability, kept themselves in it, right. and now they're you know flying right at the top. So you know, it could be, it might not be straight away. It could be straight away. I yeah. think you often see teams get double promoted from the conference. So if you come up from the league below League Two into League Two, and then they sort of have that momentum and bounce up into League One, and then sort yeah. of struggle. But in yeah. terms of League One, the, the the gap in terms of quality is not masses, but yeah. it's about having played in that league. That most of the teams would have played in that league the season before, so they know about the other clubs and stuff. Yeah, so I think that first yeah. season about staying up, adaptability, and then bringing in some players where you need to. Yeah. It's funny when I when I look at the players and I sort of Google them, I go, "Oh God, they they really are just sticking around for a year or two. They spend a year with that team, then over with that. So mm. the transfer season must be quite interesting." Yeah, I think that it's not like the Premier League in terms of the Premier League can afford to offer you know seven eight year deals because they've yeah. got the money, right? But most of these lower league clubs don't have the money to commit to these long term contracts because you don't know where you are going to be financially. Right. On the road. Oh, okay. So yeah. the reason why you see players often bounce about is because they'll have maybe a one-year deal or a two-year deal. Oh, and then yeah, when that's over, they are out of favour or new managers come in or they're just not maybe not good enough and have to drop down a level. So that's why often in these lower leagues you see players bouncing around because the contract lengths aren't as long as, you know, the big clubs in the Championship and the Premier League. Right, right. They, they had a player last night, Oldham, called Watt, who was really good in centre midfield. And mm. I looked him up. He's an under-21 Scottish international. Keep your eye on him, Matt. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw, did you see, you know, obviously you're at the game on Saturday, that goal that Oldham scored? Yeah, Jamie Bowden. Yeah, he's on loan from Tottenham, yeah, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, I was saying to Joe, he looked good. In fact, yeah. I thought the two guys in the centre for them, was it Whelan and Bowden? They were good, I thought. Yeah, you know what? I was very surprised by the quality of Oldham's squad, given where they were yeah. in the league. I thought, you know, at the end there, we were, they were really giving us a good game of it. I mean, like, don't get me wrong, we should have been completely clear with those two one-on-ones that we missed yeah. uh, at the end of the game but they, they gave us a good good run for our money and yeah. I don't think they'll, don't think they'll go down no no and last night as well I actually thought Bradford were going to nick it they, yeah. were just, they were quite physical and well they were very physical and I thought always been a physical sport Derek Adams always has a oh really, really is that really part of his size, big players yeah anything Joe anything else no, I'm just um, I'm just imagining you sat next to Gary Neville on Sky Sports in a few years, John. Who, me? <laughs> not you, oh, John. That's like no, someone, that. someone with well, knowledge. It could be me and John. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're only, you're, <laughs> you're con- sat behind John. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah, here di- as well. Directly behind him, like you're on a bus. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in awe of your uh, knowledge, John. Yeah? Oh, yeah. thank you very much. So where yes. do you want to get to john yeah what's your yeah oh what's my that's a good question um i want to be a sports broadcaster of some kind i don't have to necessarily be football i do like all kinds of sports but football is is the main one but yeah Yeah. a sports broadcaster for somebody bbc sky anybody 
Chatterbix. Chatterbix, yeah. Yeah. Um, wouldn't happily go on Chatterbix. I mean, this is a lovely little stepping stone, isn't it? This, <laughs> this well, this, I doubt this will go on the CV. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any other experience? <laughs> nah. Um, I can only go down from here, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So, like, before we end, do you think you could explain just the 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 fact that what? So, the club is owned by the supporters, and how did that how did that come about? Yeah. So, the majority shareholding of the football club is by the trust, which is an organisation which has members which contribute an X amount. It's up to you. It's a minimum of two pounds per month or twenty four pound a year, but you can contribute more. Most people do contribute more. And that is literally how the club uh, is run. It's run by a, a board elected of 12 people mainly. So that's how I was elected in 2019. I was 16 when I stood for election. What? Wow. Uh, and I was there for three three years. Um, and then this time round, didn't get re-elected, unfortunately. But that's just the way of the world. Sometimes you've got stronger competition, better experience. I'm only, you know, 20, just turned 20, so... But that is so that's how it's primarily run. And those people elect the club board, which are the people that run the club day to day. So like your marketing directors, your finance directors, your director of football. Those are the people that appoint the manager, those kind of things. So there's the trust which oversees the governance. That's how I would explain it, who runs the club and then people run it on a day to day for them. Yeah. But it's about it's a pool of about four thousand five hundred members that contribute X amount. So like sort of like a subscription, if you like. And that's, are there any other clubs that do this, do it this way? Um, I think there might be a f- one other that has a majority shareholding. It's quite, most clubs have a trust which own a percentage of the business and they contribute whatever they can. So right. But I think in terms of major- in, ter- in terms of percentage, Exeter City definitely have the most. I think it's something like, I think it's just increased about 68, 60 something percent. Right. Uh, of the of the business, but they they are aiming to obviously go 100%. The problem is a lot of the shares are owned by people that are passed away or that you can't trace. So it's about getting that share register and, and making sure it's cleaned out so you can get those shares properly. Would you like to get back on the board? Are you uh, going to go for re-election? I, I would love to, but it's, it is difficult, obviously, being where I am. You need to be uh, you're there nice, and, uh, yeah. and, and involved. I mean, obviously, within... With what, the one thing that COVID did bring is obviously this technology of Zoom and and the ability to do things remotely, which is 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 a bonus. But I, if I want to do it now, I'd I'd want to be there. So I think I I'll wait until the time the time comes where I'm I'm back down. Yeah, it might be between you and me. Who makes it into the? Um, I know where I'm voting. <laughs> you should consider <laughs> being mate. a trust member, David. <laughs> Appreciate that. I'll, I'll, I'll publicly be saying, David, <laughs> I'm going to go what's best for the club. Oh, dear. Oh, well, thank you, John. Thank you. Yeah, Are thanks, you John. doing more of these? Yeah, I'll, I'll come on whenever you need. Oh, brilliant. Well, uh, a lot would be yeah, good. Yeah, well, literally every week. <laughs> every week. Um, Look, let's can, do it. Yeah, let's look, we'll, we'll, we'll set up a joint calendar or something and just work around you <laughs> no, you, you, you guys are definitely considerably more busy than, than me 100% my yeah, diary is, uh, I don't know empty. about that you've got your studies and me and David have got another podcast 
<laughs> which takes 25 minutes <laughs> so after uh, after 25 past nine uh we're available we're a bit lost <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're in the i get a feeling we're going to chat about you for about an hour after you've gone <laughs> no, it's no brilliant, def- John. thank you i'd definitely yeah. be up for coming on every week great and John, I'd love I'd love it if you let us know a game you're going to, and if we could get you to hook up with David and get him to meet a few people, that'd be, um, be yeah, definitely. Look at, face. Look at his little <laughs> smiley face. <laughs> oh, David in the middle. Was it the big stand or whatever? I'm going to get in touch with your brother and sort of ginning and <laughs> prank out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, thank you very much, John. Thanks, mate. Cool. Yeah, John. No worries. Thank you very much, guys. Thanks Cheers, a million. Cheers, bye. 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 He's got like a wise head. He's 20. Yeah, I know. I wish I was like He that, sounds 20. way more sorted than. Yeah. Well, yeah. our combined age of nearly. And his dad's jumping up with the fucking drummers. How's that we're, work? We're holding that, ourselves really, back, aren't we? Really. A, Really busy and excited. You've got no excuse to be because you're probably a similar age. No, so I was no. thinking last night when I saw them jumping up and down, the noise was like, I just cannot imagine being that. I think I'd have a panic attack. <laughs> That's when I want you to do a blog or whatever they call them. They're going up and down. I'm on the floor. I'm on the floor. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, thank you. Should we call it a day? Yeah, thanks yeah. for the expedition, especially thank John Beer. Exeter are in the FA Cup, second round, and they're playing Cambridge. And Gillingham are out. That's not bad. Are Gillingham are out? Yeah, they lost to Cheltenham. Oh. <sighs> so if Exeter win one more game, the big boys come the out third, to play. The third round is when the big boys come Oh, out. bring it on. So that yeah. is exciting. That is exciting. Yeah. Oh, well, oh. thank you very much for listening, everyone. Yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. You've been fabulous. Yeah, so have you. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye.